together, growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, I would like us today to reflect on Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 to 31. It's one of the most beautiful accounts in which Matthew talks about the blind men. There are about two accounts in the Gospel of Matthew where, he ins- where Matthew focuses and spends this time on the blind men. There are a few things that are quite interesting that needs to be unpacked. It is as Jesus is passing by, it is not Jesus going out to meet the blind men. No. Jesus is on his journey going somewhere. And we always find this absolutely interesting that it is the blind men who followed Jesus. Now, linguistically, one has to notice this. How does the blind follow? Because he's blind. He's not able to see. So when they say the blind men, the two blind men followed Jesus. Now we need to ask a question. Are these people physically blind? Or are they spiritually blind? Or are they both physically and spiritually blind? But the other question that we also need to look into as we look at the semantics of the gospel is to ask the question, why would the author leave this story right in the beginning or in the center of this gospel? Who are the blind people around Jesus in the previous chapters, even in the chapters that follows? But what about us? Could I be blind and still be following Jesus? And the answer is quite true. It's possible. I can. That's why that most, if not all of us, have blind spots. There are certain things that we were not aware of. There are certain things that we have overlooked. There are certain things that we have ignored. There are certain things that we've shoved into the corner. There are certain things that we've just brushed under the carpet. What is my blindness? What is my blindness pertaining to myself? There are some people who are unable to say, I'm sorry. Even though they have done something wrong, but they will never bring themselves to the point where they apologize. There are certain people that believe that they are always right. There are certain people that believe it's either my way or no way. There are certain people that just believe that they are the best people for the job. No one else can do it. So what are my blindness? What is my blindness? What is it that I need to to regain my sight, as it were. What is that I need to go to the Lord and say, Lord, I've now discovered the truth. I now know what I didn't know behind before. So they follow Jesus, blind following Jesus. 
Interestingly, they are not being led by anyone. It seems to us that it is their own initiative. They are tired of the being blind. They are tired of their blindness. And can I have the same principle where I'm tired of the person I've become? I'm tired of the habits I seem to enjoy. I'm tired of whatever that gave me false hope. When does one have enough? And say, I've had it now. I need to sort myself out. I need to jump out of this. I need to get out of this. I need to deal with me. The second word that speaks to me, as they were following Jesus, they were also crying out loud. Have mercy on us, son of David. There are two great principles there. The first one, crying out loud. Many of us suffer, but we suffer silently. You could be sitting next to someone who's depressed, who's been on depression for some time. You could be sitting with someone who's suicidal. You could be living with someone who's given up hope in everything. But we always want to be kosher. We always want to appear to be strong. We always want to appear that the center can still hold. But you and I, my brothers and sisters, know that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to fall apart. And some of us say, but I cannot fall apart because if I fall apart, the whole household will fall apart. Well, you're going to die one day and it will fall apart. And so sometimes we need to come to terms with ourselves, with the reality. For how long can I pull the string that is cutting my hands? For how long must I hold on to the barbed wire and keep pulling it? Meanwhile, I know that it is cutting me and it destroys me. And sometimes it is good and even healthier to let go. Let go and let God. The third principle, have mercy on me, son of David. I need help. On my own, I cannot do it. I need someone else outside of me to help me. And how many of us have the ability to go out and ask for help. The other thing that also speaks to me, Jesus enters the house. He knows that there are people following him. Surely he can hear them, but he just enters the house. He does not entertain them on the way. Do they give up and walk away? No, they don't. They follow him in the house. And how many of us want an instant gratification? I want an instant. I want an answer and I want it now. I want solutions. I need them now. And how many of us can take a no from God? Lord, may I have this? No, you may not. 
And how many of us can deal with that? And so they follow Jesus. And so there's a great principle here. The principle of patience. To be patient with God. I hope you have heard me. But I do not know when he will answer me favorably. And to be okay with that. To be okay with the fact that God knows far more greater than I will ever know about myself. So they follow Jesus in the house. And as they enter, for the first time, Jesus speaks to them. Do you believe that I am able to do this? Do you think I can help you? Do you believe that Jesus can help you in your situation? And they answer beautifully, yes, Lord, we believe. Yes, Lord, help my little faith. Yes, Lord, grant me as you can. Then Jesus touches their eyes and he says to them, your faith has made you well. And that's something absolutely amazing. Do I have the faith that can restore life? Do I have the faith that can save my family? Do I have the faith that can put me at right with God? And as they regain their sight, and as their eyes are open, Jesus says to them, see that no one knows of this. But they cannot. They go out and they spread the good news. That's the last point I want to ask. There's a beautiful song, count your blessings, name them all. What are your blessings? What are my blessings? How has God been good to us? And am I able to count those blessings and to thank God every day? Thank God I'm alive. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.